welcome to your Kevlar. Good morning, everyone listening in the morning. Good afternoon to everyone. Li- yeah. We are back. Another episode of Kevlar, the real Kevlar, the story of our bulletproof love story. Hi, babe. Hi. How are you? Oh, hey now. Jinx. So we are here to share updates again. Apparently it's December, so all we talk about is Christmas and the holiday season anyway. So we will talk about it again. Which is is funny because you were so worried about doing it. And yeah, now I we thought are. it would get played out, but we seem <laughs> to continue to find topics and talking points. So we will keep going. Again, this podcast is just for us to explore our love a little bit further, find out new things about one another, and hopefully share with the people out there who are listening positive tips and things that we can share. And and yeah, that's where we're headed. And be a spot of sunshine in your week. Maybe. We'll see. It's winter. There's not a whole lot of sunshine. That's why we need to be there, sunshine. Right. Sunshine. Okay. okay. I'll put on my happy face. <laughs> okay. Starting off. What's update. going on? I am actually almost done Christmas shopping. So, so close. I'm which done. Cons- okay. We know you've been done. Considering that this is the last weekend, true weekend before the holiday, because next weekend kind of rolls into the holiday. I only have to pick up like a gift card or two. I mean, it's very minimal at this point. So I would consider that to be a real good one before last weekend did not feel as ready as I am, but definitely uh, got through a lot last weekend. So that's good. What I mean, basically my life is just prepping for Christmas and kids. So, um, and then cash had her procedure yesterday. Our poor pop. So she had to be spayed. She had entropion in her right eye, which is kind of like her eyelid was an innie instead of an Audi, and they had to correct that. We also microchipped her, and while she was under, they trimmed her nails, so it was the full package. And expensive she, package. I was going to say expensive, but also like the poor girl. She's she's such like a cuddle bug and such like a good dog, but she literally, I mean, Kevin and the boys will get her riled up sometimes. So she'll have zoomies, but otherwise she's so chill. She's quiet. Half the time you don't even know she's like around and the poor thing ever since she's got home on and off. And that just like she's wearing is constantly hitting everything. Oh, the poor thing. It's clear. She hit her head alone as it was without the cone. Now with the cone, she, walks into everything oh my god it's it's brutal and then it's like i was trying to hold her food bowl to help her but she like won't she will literally sit there and stare at me she will not eat if i hold her bowl like i have to put it down she ain't fine when i held her bowl okay well now we know who she really likes you i know anyways i just this is going to be a very long two weeks because she has to wear the cone for two weeks and she already kind of she already kind of smells with it. Yeah, we should do that and wipe it out because she <laughs> that poor thing. I mean, she lo- when she keeps bumping into things, it's like she's like a a drunk just rolling through. <laughs> oh, poor girl. Um. Okay, and then upcoming this weekend we have uh, a fancy breakfast date with Santa on the books. Oh, get ready. Mm, can't wait. Well, yes, I can, but can't wait. I'm excited. This is like the fifth time Mason's seen Santa and the fourth time that Logan's seen Santa. So if they haven't expressed their list yet, I guess they're out of luck. It's just a little too late. Okay. Not a Christmas song. Anyway, my updates. No, it's JoJo. Okay. 
Um, so current diet I'm on, I am 20 days into ramping up my carbs, eating 2,700 calories a day, about 350 grams of carbohydrates a day. I'm seeing some pretty good progress. I'm very happy with, uh, I've lost like four pounds through this. And obviously those four pounds are basically all fat. The um, increase in carbs is really just to kind of ramp up muscles and, and keep my muscle gain and, and keep my glycogen storage as full. And I've, I've seen some new vascularity and a bunch of other things. Um, obviously increasing carbs and increasing fiber, which is killing my stomach right now. And I'm learning a lot about fiber. So good and bad, I guess I'm not overdoing the fiber. It's just, I wasn't really drinking enough water to counter the fiber. And apparently when you have soda with fiber, it just hurts pure pain. Anyway, mm. other updates. Uh, my passion project, I've been putting out a lot of content on TikTok and Instagram at Coach P underscore knows. So I've been adding a lot to that. Um, I've been getting a ton of feedback about it and it seems like a lot of people are excited about it. So if you're out there and you're on social media and you're scrolling through TikTok, might as well make one of my videos one of the ones that you pop into at Coach P underscore knows. Um, there's a whole lot more to come. I'm really excited about some of the things I'm generating and some of the things I'm working on behind the scenes and a podcast that I'm starting on my own dragons and demons, real motivations drops January 2nd, more to come on that. Moving on to our next segment. Win of the week. Okay. I feel like lately my wins have been with the kids, but again, I feel like all my life is lately is the kids. So anyways, which is not a problem. I'm just saying. But I, I've got to say that I think my win for this week, like I was thinking back, you know, whatever I have going on. Sunday night, every Sunday night, Logan's teacher sends out an email of kind of, this is what we did last week. Here's what's on deck for this coming week. You know, reminders of like upcoming school closures, early dismissal, blah, blah, blah. In this email on, again, I will say Sunday night, was the calendar for the upcoming two weeks until holiday break that are also theme days for two whole weeks, okay? Okay. Not just a week. The night before it starts, I will just say, and I'll include tomorrow as one of these because we already have our plan. He has participated in all of the theme days. That is a win for finding out Sunday night. Now, listen, he's not extravagantly participating. Like today was Grinch Day. Dress up like a Grinch. Dress up like someone from Whoville or wear green. He wore green. Okay. But he participated every day this week, including tomorrow. Because, again, we're already prepped. He's participating. So as long as we can keep it, which I think we will for next week, bam, two weeks in the books. Good I'm job. I'm proud of that. I'm sorry. Last minute, it's like you just want the kids to participate if they want, and I pu- I pulled it off. Well, my big wins are <laughs> um, selfish as usual. Um, so last week, and again, tracking progress in this new diet, I was doing pull ups and wanted to see how many I could get unassisted on my own. I use a three inch um, band. Th- no. Oh. What? I said unassisted. Oh, unassisted. A three-inch <laughs> diameter bar, and I use a real wide grip, overhand grip, and I did 30 pull-ups without stopping. Damn. Um, so I'm very excited about that. That's one of those things that like a body weight combination strength is something I've never done that before, and it's something that I can really see my progress. 
the other thing and keeping my strength up, I did 345 pound bench press for 19 reps, which we talked about in our last episode using a max rep calculator. It calculates to 563 pound max, which puts me seven pounds light of my last state record. And that also has me at like 90 pounds lighter in body weight. I was so, just going to say, pretty darn good. Who knows? Maybe I'll go chase some other records and some other weight classes. But in the meantime, I'm just really enjoying my progress and <laughs> winning each week. Good job, babe. I'm proud of you. Thanks. What are we watching? Honestly, I mean, not much right now. We've watched a bunch of Christmas movies. We've watched a couple with the kids, and I watched, you know, one or two of the cheesy, romantic-y, corny, every storyline is the same Christmas they movies myself. DJ from Full House and them as no. the main actress. Um, but that's pretty much it. And I would dive into that, but we're going to get into Christmas movies in a little bit here, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we will. We've watched a bunch of them, so... Uh, what am I watching? I did watch Suicide Squad. Um, I've watched a couple other things here and there. But really, I wanted to point out a book I'm reading. It's called Living with a Seal by Jesse Itzler. So he's a pretty successful businessman. He is also a competitive marathon runner. And he found this dude who ran ultra marathons and was incredible at it and was a Navy SEAL and had this incredible story. He didn't really name him in the book, but later we found out it was David Goggins. Um, so he basically went up to him, made friends with him, and was like, come live in my house. I'll pay you for the month, and I'll pay for everything you need. Come live in my house. Train me. I'll do exactly what you do. So throughout the book, and I'll spoil a couple parts that I think are awesome. Throughout the book, he is just telling his stories, and and it's a really easy read. I think in three nights, I read like 200 pages. Um, at one point, he's he's living with them and the guy is like man you live such a lavish life life we need to get you uncomfortable so tonight i want you to find the most uncomfortable chair in this house and he pulls out this wooden chair from his old office with no arms on it and he said that's where you're sleeping tonight oh my god and when his wife walked in and was like what are you doing he was like i'm sleeping in this chair because he told me to and she said you're 42 years old you can sleep in your bed and then she just shook her head and went to bed so just, again, that sort of dedication, that that mindset of him thinking that that would be a good idea and the guy executing it, I mean, that, that's a whole di- different level of discipline that is unreal. I feel like that's something you would do. <laughs> like you would do it and I would look at you, shake your my yeah, head and then I've go done, to our bed. <laughs> done some ridiculous things like that before. Um, and in return, like the, the seal also in his room was making all this noise and things were w- weird. So he went in there and checked on him and he was like, what's going on? And he was sleeping in a tent. It's kind of makes it like a high altitude type of tent because the tent like thins out the air and doesn't let a, a lot of airflow out. So basically it was like he was sleeping on a mountain, but it was in a luxury apartment in New York City. So. The the level that they, these two dudes put themselves through is pretty outstanding. The discipline they have to find. And then they go and run 18 miles a day and do a hundred pull-ups and all these ridiculous things in 12 degree weather in some shorts and a t-shirt. So it's a really good read. It's a fun read. Um, not quite done, but excited to see how it ends up. So that's what we're watching and reading our next segment question Q. So we are back to Christmas at large. Um, 
So this week we're doing question Q is going to be our top seven favorite in order, top seven favorite Christmas movies. Yes. The big question. What are your top seven? Christmas so how do we want to go? We do one, one, seven down and I do my seven, you do your seven. How do you want to play it? I think we should do what's number seven, work our way backwards. So up from seven to one. So my seven, your seven, my six, your yeah. six. Okay. Yep, yep, well, yep. I'm going to throw some, a couple honorable mentions out there too. Oh, whoa. okay. Yeah. You didn't so, warn me that we were doing honorable mention. Honorable mention. Frosty the snowman. Wow. What a classic. Oh, I just thought of another one that I really like. <gasps> Hold on. I got to reorder. Oh, Hurry, My other hurry. honorable mention is basically just because I'm a hater and I do want to pick a side in this whole argument. Die hard. You're a hater. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I just had this conversation with one of the dads at uh, wrestling tonight. Who? Dave. Oh. Or newer. Um, He literally was like, Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie. And I looked right at him and he goes, Jamie doesn't think it's a Christmas movie. I go, yeah, neither do I. And he goes, oh, it must be a girl thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it happens during Christmas. They talked about Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Mm, whatever. All right. So we ready for number seven. Okay. Hold on. Oh, well, now I'm all out of whack because you reminded me of something. And now I'm like. I think I know what that something is. And it's my number four. Okay. Well, I kind of have a tie for seven then because I. Okay. Go ahead. So do an honorable mention. Pick one. Yeah, but I don't know which one. All right. So my number seven is Charlie Brown Christmas. Wow. You're going for the classics. Okay. <laughs> That's a good that's a good one though. Okay. Well it's my seven, so you don't have to reaffirm me, but okay. I'm not I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs> it's my seventh favorite. Okay. My seventh, again, neck and neck because I couldn't figure out four Christmases and Christmas with the cranks. Mm, didn't think about the cranks. They're both kind of corny, but both kind of good. I usually try to watch them every year, so like I like them enough to consistently, you know, watch them. Um but that's that's about where I'm at. Okay. All right. My six, and I'm cheating. Wow. My six is <laughs> the Santa Claus series. Oh, you are cheating. You're bucketing a bunch together. Yeah. Okay. With Tim Allen. Yes. My six is Elf. Which I bet is your number one. But we'll continue. Not yet. My number five are the Grinches, the Jim Carrey one, the original OG cartoon one, and the newly animated cartoon one. Those wow. are all strung together. You're <laughs> so then I don't feel as bad as my number seven of two movies together because you're lumping a lot. Okay. My number, what are we at? Five, right? Yes. Yeah. My number five is National. And there's our girl if crashing anyone, and everything if as she If anyone walks could in. hear that, she just crashed. Why pretty? Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I'm going to leave that one off my list. Anyway, number four. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the claymation version. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. Yeah. Island of the Misfit Toys. Yeah, wow. Well, okay. Um, number four for me is the Christmas Chronicles. It's... um. I don't know if it's like a Netflix original, but if it is, it's probably the most higher budgeted Netflix movie there's ever been. Um, who is in that one? Oh, what is it? Kurt Russell maybe is his name? Um, hold on. 
Please hold. Holding. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Uh, right? Isn't that his name? Uh, can you see the? Yep. Yeah. That would be him. Kurt Russell. Um, is this the one I'm thinking about? Yeah. I'm just like making sure. I think this is it. <laughs> That's your number I feel four, like I was thinking she's not sure of. I feel like four. I was thinking about something else. Right. No, no, this is definitely it. Okay. 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 Whew, there we All are. Right. My number three. <laughs> My number three is four Christmases. Oh. With Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, that was one of my number sevens. Yep. I we really like that, that one. We watched that together. It's more of an adult movie, yeah. but I like it. It's good. Um, okay, my number three, thanks to you. I would have been so sad if I forgot about this. Jack Frost. Yeah. Yep, it can be like a sad one in the beginning, but mm, that is a good movie. I really love that movie. God, I haven't watched that in so long. That's We, we need to look that up this weekend. And I'm sure it's out it. there. I know. I got to find it. All right. Number two, and you're not going to have this anywhere near your list. A lot of yours. I don't. I, yeah. The classic-y, like old, old ones, I'm just not digging. My but that's me. Two, my number two is Bad Santa. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait. Maybe? Oh, wait. Hold on. Are you going to throw me for a loop for your first one? Yeah, we'll see. I think I know my second guess then if it's not what I thought it was. Okay. Okay, my number two is The Grinch, the Jim Carrey one. Number two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, like I watched a, a video the other day that... <clears throat> So he basically went through um, training with the CIA, like a torture training CIA to endure torture because it took eight plus hours to put that makeup on him every day. Oh, my God. Yeah. He filmed it in like 40, 50 days because of how torturous that was. Yikes. Well, sorry, Jim, but you did a great job and I like your movie. So I guess it was worth it. Um, Number one. We ready? We're ready. All right. My number one is... Elf. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Will Ferrell in Elf. What did you think? What was your other thing? No, I, d- I thought it was Elf like all the way. What was your other thing? Uh, Jingle All the Way. Oh. Uh, Don't you like that one too? Like yeah. when you brought up Bad Santa, I was like, whoa, maybe he's going a total different way. But I was 99.999% sure it was Elf. Yeah, that probably should have made, made my list. Anyway, right. what's your number it one? It happens. The Santa Claus. Mm. The, any specific one? Or are you doing the, the one, series? the first one. one, the classic okay. with uh, Tim, Allen. Tim Allen? It's so good, it truly is mm, the best. Cool. Well, there we are. There's our top seven. So get your list together out there. Watch some of them movies and figure out if we added one to your list or if we changed up your order for you. Or if we missed any really good ones, shout them out to us. We'll probably put something on our Instagram. So, uh. Fill us up in our in- inbox, DMs, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. God. Hey, Grandma. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Moving on. Uh, what are we loving? Okay. Am I going first or are you? I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead. I am really enjoying being a dad right now and just the, the way our kids are and, and really... I don't know if it's me being sentimental, but just living in the moment and realizing. So I shared this on TikTok the other day on Tuesday, the school nurse called me at work 
Logan got poked in the eye and he was upset and crying and freaking out. And she called and kind of walked me through. Everything was fine. There's no scratch. He's just said, he says he feels like there's something in there and that's just a normal irritation thing. Um, do you want to talk to him? And I was like, sure. And he gets on the phone and he says, hi dad. And my heart melted. I, I've said it before. I, I, that might be one of the biggest things I miss is just hearing my dad's voice. I've never had the ability to, to call my dad's cell phone or text him, or I, I can't even remember what his voice sounds like, but for a, a little kid to call me from the school and say, hi, dad, it just, it strikes in such a different way that nothing else really does. Um, we continued our conversation. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. All right. Are you going to tough it out for me and, and be all right? He said, yeah, I will. I said, all right, buddy, I'll see you when you get home. We'll check you out then. All right, dad, thanks. And before I could say I love you, she was back on the phone. So, <laughs> Oh, so you told another woman you loved it. Yeah, she really liked it. Um, <laughs> but she was like, well, he seems okay now. He, he's jumping off his cot. So, <laughs> so that was nice. And then um, I don't know if you're going to harp on this. No. Um, so you sent me that video the other night of Mason. Oh, so yeah. Mason does an impersonation of me now with a comb of a, a black comb. He'll put it up against his, his nose and be like, look, I'm dad. And then he'll take it off and say, I'm Mason. And then he'll put it back on and say, I'm dad. And, and <laughs> again, just the little things that these kids pick up and, and the, they're always watching, they're always looking and they're always admiring and, I am two boys. I, I love being your dad and I really enjoy it. So that's what I'm loving. Love it. And they love you. Mine is kind of similar to yours. Not that I'm copying, but I guess it's just like the season. Oh, sorry, y'all. Um, I guess it's just like the season that we're in and basically, you know, just the stage that our kids are at. I'm obviously really loving the boys, but more so like their personalities right now. Um, I mean, okay, so Logan and I were riding home from wrestling tonight and our neighbor gives the boys like he always asks me around Halloween, what's their favorite candy? And this year I was like, well, they love M&Ms like they just love chocolate. They're very big chocolatey kids versus like, you know fruity they're stuff they're not really candy kids like they, no we, we they still do. have halloween candy right now uh, not that much though not but yeah but they didn't they do like candy but it. but logan's thing is like m&ms i mean they really do love m&ms and of course mason loves them because logan loves them so i told him m&ms and he not only will get the kids like you know candy they like he will buy them a massive bag of their favorite candy each. So we have two big bags, which again is really sweet. I mean, this is, I'm not complaining at all. So there is a bag of M&Ms that we had, had opened. I mixed some with like popcorn when we were having some movie nights with Christmas and this and that, whatever. Well, there's one that hasn't been opened that's still sitting like on the top of the fridge in the bucket. And we're going home and I said, Hey buddy, cause he has wrestling from like five 30 to seven 30. It's long you know he leaves the house just after five the whole thing so he eats pretty early so i said to him are you hungry and he was like yeah for dessert and he was like i already had dinner and i was like well i mean you had it so early so even if you wanted like another dinner that's fine he was like no dessert i was like okay well what do you think you're gonna want and he goes um 
M&Ms. And then he tells me this elaborate plan of exactly what we're going to do. And he's like, you take the bag, the big bag um, out of the bucket that's on top of the fridge and you can like give me some of those. And then you can put it in the pantry so that it can become like a snack for like more desserts. Because I guess he thinks like if it's on the fridge, it's not really as easily accessible. I don't know. And before I could even respond, or maybe I said at minimum, okay, he goes, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like he was like so proud of this plan that he came up with. So I don't know. It's just the commentary and like their thought process and personality that comes out. That's really cool. Um, And then Mason, two things, I guess. So yes, what you said, the I dad, I Mason thing is adorable. His speech has gotten, I feel like, very clear in the past what feels like last week or two. Like, I don't know. He's just, and his little voice is just so cute to hear. Like, his obsession right now is if you say you're going anywhere, you start to, like, leave the room. I come with me. I come with me. But he means I come with you. But it's just, like, he makes that statement, and then he's, like, on a move, following right behind you or going where you're going if you're going upstairs. He was telling me. I go downstairs. I, I go know. downstairs. I go downstairs. I go downstairs. I was like, buddy, I don't, I don't think he can. But. Yeah, it, it, he's just so, oh, so cute. But the best that t- takes the cake today. I mean, I actually laughed out loud because I could see this happening. Our daycare provider sent me a message and said that basically she needs to dye her hair tonight because our son gave her a, a crazy amount of gray hair with what he did to her this afternoon. So he was down for his nap and she, you know, has a video monitor like we do and she keeps an eye, but I guess he had been asleep for a while. I don't know if she was, you know, down that area by the room that he was in or what have you, but she said she went in, it was quiet as anything. Like you couldn't, you know, hear a pin drop basically, or I guess you could hear a pin drop. It was so quiet. Yeah. Okay. Screwed that up. Here we are. Okay. So anyway, she goes in there very quiet and she literally just like went to peek at him, take a look. She said she went in there, went all the way over to the bag and play, peeked over. And once she was like in that position, he shot up like a piece of toast out of the toaster oven and just started laughing hysterically. And she was like, you know, he planned this. He laid perfectly still making me think he was asleep when he was awake the whole time. And she just said he jumped and started laughing hysterically. Like he was, you know, so proud of himself. So they're just so darn funny. They really are. So yep, cute. All right. All right. Last segment. What do you want to know? Okay. You tell me if we can cover both of these this week or if I need to split it up. Okay. All right. So what are we wondering? Just give me one and we'll see how long it takes. Okay. I want you to, I think, and I don't, again, I don't know if this is just one side or not. I think there's, it's what, 11 players on the field for um, offense or defense, like at a time. Yep. Okay. So lay out the players for me. Like what positions are there? You can pick offense or defense. So that's why I'm saying I don't know if we can do both tonight or if we should just stick to one side. We can do both. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So there's general position groupings. Um, offensive for offense. It's offensive line, backs, receivers, quarterbacks, and then there's kind of different personnel. So throughout the course of a game, you're going to use different players in different positions. So um, – you have five offensive linemen. That really doesn't change. Now you can sub in extra um, if you need extra help, but typically you have two tackles, two guards, and a center. Um, 
there's really there's rules around it, but you can mix up the order a little bit if you want to get really creative. But it's pretty common to go tackle, guard, center, guard, tackle, left or right. After that, there's one quarterback. Um, again, random packages where you could sub in another, but that's rare. Um, then there's backs, running backs, or fullbacks. H back is another nickname for fullback. So running back is typically your your guy, your ball carrier. You could have two of them in the backfield or a fullback in one of them. Fullback's more of your blocker type. Um, and then on the edges, on the the outs, that would be the wide outs or the wide receivers. Um, you could have up to five or as little as none, depending, again, on what personnel you want to use. So it's all scheming. It's all game planning on trying to get an advantage in a certain play type. And then lastly, there's the tight end. Um, he can be kind of an offensive lineman. He can also play receiver. He can kind of do a little bit of everything. So you need a hybrid athlete that can be strong enough to block and athletic enough to make catches and play a little bit on the edge. Um, but again, all these positions in, in the NFL and college and high school, the name of the game is creativity and trying to take advantage of weaknesses. So you're going to move these people around. We've done things as far as putting running backs out on the edge of the field to get them the ball in space. We take receivers and run them in motion to try and get them the ball in a different area. Um, you can spread out your offensive lineman to give you a blocking advantage. You could do an overload to one side or the other where you put two tackles on the left instead of just one. So there's a lot of movement there. Um, but typically it's five linemen and then a quarterback. And then the other ones are just kind of based on what, what scheme you want to play. Yikes. I feel like I need a diagram. <laughs> I mean, I could draw one up for you. <laughs> um, on the defensive side, there's 11 players and the position grouping there is defensive line, linebackers and, and defensive backs. Um, your defensive line is made up of D tackles and defensive ends. Typically, it's well, it depends on what front you want to run and what your personality is as a defensive coach. Um, three or four linemen is typical in higher levels of football and lower levels. They could do five, maybe six. Um, it's really all about gap control. So the, the areas between the offensive players, we call them gaps. And if your defensive lineman can control those gaps, then that's kind of how you, you win the game. The running backs can't run between them if your defensive linemen are occupying their gaps. Um, so you have defensive end who are a little more athletic and longer in, in wingspan. Um, they kind of play the edges and they have to be able to loop everybody back in the center. Your defensive tackles are the big fat guys and strong enough not to get pushed. And your linebackers are second level guys. Your inside backers, they play between the tackles mostly, but need to be athletic enough to drop in for pass. Um, and then your outside backers are kind of the same. They need to be strong enough to stop runs on the edge but also athletic enough to play passes on the edge. Um, your safeties in the back, one or two of them, sometimes three, depending on your scheme. They are guys who are good in coverage. They're fast, athletic, can jump. They're smart. They can survey the field. They can also come downhill and make tackles and help out in the box. The box is the area between the tackles and the linebackers. And that's where all the runs happen. And then the most athletic position on the field, without a doubt, is the cornerbacks, which are the guys on the outside. So most athletic because they have to be able to cover the fastest guy on offense while running backwards and figuring out if it's a runner pass. And again, personnel changes. You could slide in an extra corner, an extra safety, an extra backer, an extra defensive lineman, just depending on what you think is coming from the offense. You're trying to predict and figure out what their game plan is so that you can stop it or you can just make adjustments and, and limit it a little bit. Um, 
so that's the long answer for both of those. Well, I, yes, I feel like a diagram would help me. And two, I really, I mean, listen, and I kind of said this at the beginning of our, when we started this segment, it's like embarrassing that I'm your wife and I don't know a lot about football, but with my questions, I'm finding out that I like really don't know a lot about I've football. I've worked with a lot of coaches who don't really know all, everything that I just said. So, oh, okay. Don't, don't feel bad. It's all good. Okay. Well, and I'm starting to learn. So, there you go. a little too late, but it's all right. <laughs> um, so, my question for you is, and I want to read it directly. Oh, boy. Hopefully, I'm prepared. Please explain to me. What is so appealing about wine? Oh, both cons. White or red? Yes. So what do you like about it? I mean, it's definitely an acquired taste. Like when I first started drinking wine, basically, I didn't really like it. I actually first started drinking like white Zinfandel. And I remember my dad calling it horse piss like when i <laughs> that's great had some he was like oh you drink this horse piss now i realize that yeah that's it's not great um i didn't like red for a, quite a long time i started liking red actually when i worked at the winery because they had incredible reds so i actually i guess never tried like the right ones or the good ones um but what is so like appealing to i don't know like i just I mean, there's some days where I really crave like a nice glass of wine. Um, sometimes it'll vary like if it's white versus red. Red, obviously, like some people will chill their red slightly. It actually should be just, I should say, cool. Um, but you can drink it like room temperature, I guess. I mean, and don't come at me, anybody, if you're sommeliers or anything. Like I'm, <laughs> I like wine. That's where it stops, basically. Um but sometimes I just like in the colder months, you know, I often want to be like cozy on the couch with a glass of red and like watch a movie or whatever. Um, whites are usually chilled, almost always chilled, I think, for everybody. And uh, so sometimes that's like refreshing. I will often like like pairing with food. I basically if I'm getting like a pasta dish, I love a nice red. Um, if I do like a Caesar salad, I like a crisp white. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, it's hard to explain. I just like it. So, you know, everybody has their thing that they like, whether it's, you know, an alcoholic beverage or a regular beverage or like, there's just like their thing that they like to sip on. Um, it's hard to explain like why necessarily, but <laughs> you call it what? uh vinegar dying yeah, easter vinegar, eggs or easter whatever egg yeah um and every now and then i'll try a sip and it's nasty but i mean it's a it's an acquired taste like i feel like you know not everybody say, likes a glass it, of red wine is good for you yeah i saw a video that said that's not true i mean they said actually the best surprising. alcohol for you is tequila because it's made from fruit and then they went into the science on how it's actually not as poisonous as the rest of the alcohols, but oh. they were like, it's all terrible for you. Well, if yeah. you had to pick one, tequila would be the answer, but they're all nasty or they're all poisonous. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess like the other, I mean, and I'll drink some like hard liquor for drinks and stuff, but, um, liquor, mm -hmm. I don't even know her. 
Um, if I'm like at home, it's easier to pour a glass of wine than like make a all out drink. Plus, I don't necessarily like to just if I'm going to get a drink with like hard liquor, I'll do it at a bar where like someone can make me a fancy thing. Like I don't yeah. I don't know. Um, plus, I don't always I wouldn't always want to drink hard liquor like a nice glass of wine is just seems more chill. I don't know. Uh, I'm just spewing out here. All I right. can't make. I don't think my answer, regardless, will make you like wine. So I didn't expect it to. Well, that rounds out this episode. Hope you enjoyed. Tune in next week, where I'm sure it'll be Christmas talk again. <laughs> Although next week we will be dropping this about three or four days before Christmas, so it'll be even closer. Maybe that'll be our anticipation. Right. That'll be. I wouldn't even say our last because the following episode we'll be reviewing from Christmas and all the beautiful things Santa does. Anywho, time to sign off. So to close this out tonight, my wonderful wife is going to sing my favorite Christmas song, Dominic the Donkey. (laughs) And go. No, I will not. But for those of you who like the Phillies uh, or the Eagles, Philly, Philadelphia Eagles Christmas songs, they did a version. Yep. So check it out. Bye.